heart says about everything You're on the ocean side Life goes on and on the ocean side Life goes on and on and on the ocean side Life goes on and on and on and on the ocean Some said smart, so talented, a world apart. No one recognized the hurt. She didn't even know how to put herself. Found a true soulmate. 
Bringing you the music of Brooklyn to the world. You are listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is what Brooklyn sounds like. We open the show with our guest in the studio this evening, Drew Cutler, his song, Oceanside. And we followed it with a track, brand new release, out today. Had the people in the studio dancing where they stood. That was Great Cop by Fugalele. Their album is out today. It's called 14 Songs. They are from Central New York, Syracuse to be exact. They've opened for, if you can believe it, Glenn Matlock and Sylvain Servain at the uh, Westcott Theater in Syracuse. Um, and we followed it then with Kate Router, her song, Joy, from the album Affairs of the Heart. Joy is also going, uh, Joy, Kate is also going to be playing on Thursday night at Unit J for Route 1 East Coast Songwriter Series at Unit J in Bushwick. That's Thursday. Starts at seven o'clock and goes till midnight when Drew gets off the stage. Welcome. Welcome hey. back to the Radio Free Brooklyn studio. Hey, thanks for having me. And Drew was telling me beforehand he's been a guest here before on Lost and Rewound. Yep. Yep. Which dives, deep dives into your past. Yeah. The story is basically the show. They, they're like, uh, you come on the show and rather than just talking about what you're currently doing, <laughs> They make you play your old, like the oldest tapes you could possibly find, you know, and I brought some stuff I wrote in high school, which was embarrassing, but that's the whole point of the show. <laughs> it is the whole point of the show. I've, I've listened to it and it's amazing what they're able to pull out of people or what people have saved. Right. How did you, why did you save all that stuff? Just why not? Uh, yeah. You know, like the, there's plenty that uh, disappeared, but then there's some that just sort of stuck around it. It's funny as an artist because it kind of reminds you of a period in your life, you know. Um, some people attach parts of their life to a house they had or a car that they owned sure. or a girlfriend or a town they lived in. And I think all that's real. But as an artist, you kind of have these big blocks that you that you were working in and, and it could be attached to like the technology you had at the time. You know, that keyboard or that guitar or that computer. Have you thought about bringing any of them back? Yeah, some of them still exist. <laughs> some of them just don't fire up anymore. <laughs> is, there, is there a small chance we might hear one on Thursday night? No. If you want, if 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 people wanted to hear a really old song, I would I would gladly play it. If they know the title of the really old song and they come to the show on Thursday and they yell it out, they'll just uh, I'll just make it up. <laughs> <laughs> now the first song that I wrote, which I'm I'm embarrassed about, is was called I was 12, 11 or twelve. It was called My Dog Has Fleas. Mm. And uh, the embarrassing part about this song is that I spent, I wrote it on a piece of paper with a crayon and I spent more time kind of turning the song into a, a treasure map and like ripping the corners off and spill, like spilling coffee on it. Like I had this, I just thought that song should look like Indiana Jones treasure maps, you know? So I put, I, I made it all dirty and then I put water on it and I dried it. And I just wanted this thing to look 
really old. And, uh, and I spent way more time on that than any other part of the song. <laughs> but you know, you're 12. Like, what are you going to do? Sure. I, if I were to try and write a song, I'd still probably try and do the same type of thing. Like, as if I've been working on it forever. <laughs> and it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Finally, it's come out. So also performing on Thursday night, and we're going to be hearing from some of these uh, artists this evening. Uh, Drew will be uh, scheduled to go on at 11. Mm-hmm. Um, Belle Skinner. And I'm going to, when we, we're going to feature one of uh, Bell songs and I'll share with you some, uh, Roden Hour and Bell Skinner trivia. Awesome. Uh, Kate Vargas and the Reckless Daughters. Kate Router. Now, Kate's coming all the way, Kate Router's coming all the way from Florida. That's right. Fantastic. And then Modest Midas. That's right. And this is all taking place at Unit J, which is over in Bushwick. Bushwick. And what's the street address and what's the best way to get there? Yeah, Unit J is a really cool DIY loft space. If you haven't been there before, it's a perfect kind of synergy of uh, a living room and a concert venue, you know, and it's just five guys that got together and over a period of seven years, we turned our space into a live music venue and we have shows there a couple times a month and uh, hosts about, you know, 120 folks, I'd say in the top and usually 40, 50 folks. And it's an amazing place to see music. If you haven't been there before, it's off the the Wilson L, uh, or you can also get there with the JMZ, but we're at 338 Moffett Street. And again, okay. that's Unit J. If you haven't heard of us, check us out at unitjbushwick.com. It's really easy to find. We've got an awesome promo video that kind of yes. tells the story. You get the vibe. Okay. Now, I know, uh, obviously, Kate Vargas and the Reckless Daughters are playing with a full band. Bell Skinner is going to be playing with a full band. Mm-hmm. Um, so... If you are thinking that the space, because we're talking about it being a songwriter series, that it's not going to be all that loud. I went through some of your past events uh, and bands that I've gone to see at volume 10 um, in local clubs have also played. So we're not talking about being in a venue where it's all going to be very intimate and quiet. If people have brought their full bands, it's going to rock. It's going to rock. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah we, we always look for that balance. You know, I mean, there is a limit. Um, you know, we've had bands where it's like people are walking away, you know, you don't want, you, you definitely want to, you don't want to hurt people. Um, but there's something about rock and roll where it, it does have to be at a certain place where you feel it a little bit. It's not just hear it. You feel it too. Um, so this, this will be a very eclectic event, um, all, all routed in, in, or like grounded, I would say in great songs, but all over the spectrum of rock and roll and indie rock and pop. Yeah. As I was mentioning to, uh, DJ Kicks, who hosts Monday Mood, who was here before, and her her guest Kate. Um, I think the lineup that you've got for Thursday night is as eclectic as your recent release, Bring Closer the Distance. That there's not just a in something that you can pigeonhole uh, and say this is what the music on Thursday is. This is what your album is. Mm. I think it, it it you take these nice little journeys through the songs, and then the next song go somewhere else. And that's what I found it very interesting and fun to yeah. be able to listen to. Thank you. Thanks a lot. I mean, I'm, it means a lot that you, you have the tracks and you got a chance to check them out, you know, and you did that. Yeah. I, I just, I, it, it's just that bit of like, and well, I struggled greatly to try and figure out which ones to play tonight too, which is always something I, uh, I enjoy. I'm complaining about it, but I, but I enjoy that of sort of going like, Oh my God, like people need to hear this. People need to hear this. People need to hear this. So people, what you need to do is come on Thursday yeah, and, you'll, out some music. and you'll hear all, all sorts of uh, great music. So then without um, sending people off to watch the video, how long have you been hosting the shows there? We've been in there about seven years. 
So uh, the story of me meeting the folks that live there, um, to be honest with you, was kind of an accident. I, at the time, was looking for a place to live, and I was working at the Apple Store at 14th Street. And this okay. guy who I, I, I barely knew was like, hey, you need to come check out my place. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's <laughs> way out on the L train, but it's this crazy loft, man. I'm telling you, we're looking for roommates. You, sh- you need to come. You need to come. And I was like, eh, I don't know, maybe. And one day I just went out there and to be honest with you, I didn't even know the L train went above ground. Like that's how far out we were. It was so far out that we we're above ground near the Ridgewood cemetery. And I was like, what am I getting into? You know, I felt like I was getting in some weird unsafe neighborhood. We passed by all this trash on the, on the ground. And then I just took a weird right into this giant warehouse and yeah. I saw the space that he had. And when I, when I, my brain started thinking about, you know, what, what you could do with that kind of space as an artist, I just wanted to make it happen. And uh, there turned out to be five people living in one of the units. They needed a sixth. And it was me. I knew zero people mm-hmm. in the whole building. And I knew zero people of six roommates. So we just kind of went for it. We rolled the dice. And uh, it was a really challenging two-ish years to kind of figure out the right formula of people. But at one point, um, we all just decided what we wanted to do with this space, you know, and how we wanted to use it for art and music and and that we wanted to host shows and wanted to do something for people in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting is you almost have a similar story in terms of how our co-founder set up Radio Free Brooklyn, mm-hmm. that, that same type of thing. How, what can we do for the people of Brooklyn? What can, because you've also offered some very eclectic events mm-hmm. at the space. Um, and so, although right now on Monday evening, we have a lot of music but uh, we also have a lot of storytelling right. shows. We have uh, shows about crime. We have shows about psychosocial issues. People get analyzed. Um, and I think, you know, so I was, I was thinking on the way over, I was excited going, this is great. We have people who put on community shows and shows for the community coming in. And we're going to talk about it on a community radio station where we welcome all sorts of people into the studio to put on their shows and talk about their life in Brooklyn. So. Yeah, I love that. It seems like a, a natural fit for us. Let, let's hear some more of the of the artists. I love uh, that. Yeah, that, that we're going to be playing, and then I'm going to sneak another one in on you of somebody who's actually played at one of your uh, events. And uh, I'll see if I can guess. Yes, we'll see if you can guess. So, you are listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. We are talking with Drew Cutler. We are featuring artists from the Route One East Coast Songwriter Series that is on Thursday evening at unit j and this is kate vargas you can't get lower than the ground but you can roll around for a long time the windows open the doctors in the sky the limit but the air is thin tell myself i'll get up i'll get up when the daffodils Ground, but you can roll around for a long time. Is it a big black horse or limousine? They say the good Lord watch and all me show you the one we're all true. And that tap, tap, tap on my window, that sallow second line. You can't get lower than the ground, but you can roll around for a long time. Where are arms and legs? Uh-uh, 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 somewhere over the rainbow, somewhere over the hill, my 
just flown away, flown away to your brain Place by our guest this evening, Drew Cutler, from his 2017 release, Bring Closer the Distance. And you can find that on Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple Music, Tidal, and Deezer. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. Most, <laughs> most of the places where people listen to stuff. And physical copies yeah. at the show, do you still have Totally, them? yeah. We, I have CDs and, and uh, vinyl. Really? You've got vinyl? Totally, yeah. I didn't know that you liked vinyl or listened to it. I would have bought your record, but... <laughs> Well, I, I don't play vinyl, unfortunately, here, um, but I'm glad that when people are still releasing it. Yeah, it's weird because when you go to Florida, I, I travel a lot along the East Coast. And when you go back to Florida, people still buy CDs because they have cars, right? And it's, I swear it's sure. true. They do buy CDs. I sell them down there. And, uh, and when it comes to New York, no one buys a CD unless they want a new doorstop. But they will buy a record. Right? People will buy vinyl. So, but in Florida, people look at vinyl like you're nuts. They're like, what is that thing? Never see. Is it Frisbee? <laughs> Can I melt that down and put plant in the middle of it or something like that? Kind of shape it. We opened that set with Kate Vargas, who's going to be playing with her, the Reckless Daughters on Thursday evening. Her song, Roll Around, it's from the album for the Wolfish and Wandering. You can find more information on that on katevargas.com. And then we followed it with new release. Monograms monograms uh their album fade down silence was which was released in december they are playing wednesday night at zone one elsewhere with b forest and activity and the song was called tidal wave question uh for you so you you talked about like being um you know writing your songs in crayon and whatnot so when you finally decided decided that you wanted to like record 
Like how long after that, uh, how long from going to crayons did you ultimately then decide that you were going to record and release something? My first time really hearing myself on tape and, and getting any accurate feedback from what the band sounded like was probably when I was 15 and I had, I was fortunate enough to have this guy named Raul Zayas, who was my TV productions teacher. And he had an eight track Tascam Porta studio and he volunteered to take a Saturday, which is a very nice thing for him to do mm-hmm. and drive his little Toyota over to my house. <laughs> and me and my punk rock friends set up our crummy little band in the corner in this one room in my house. My parents let us have a whole Saturday and he, he <laughs> they might, w- they he went out. Yeah. He mic'd everything up with like, you know, maybe four mics, SM 58s everywhere. And he just, uh, he hit the button on, on a little cassette tape and he goes, okay. And the lead, the red light popped on and he goes, you guys are in the red, go ahead. You know? And, and we just played our mostly cover songs, sure. but one or two original songs as well. And the funny and interesting thing about that story and my first recording experience, what I'll always remember from it is that when we played that tape back, him saying, you guys are in the red, uh, came through and we didn't have a band name and it just went, all right, you guys are in the red. You know? And so we are like, what if we just call ourselves in the red? And everyone's like, yeah, that's a really good name. So that uh, stuck around for like five years. And we, that was a high school band. We played the whole time. We were, we were always this punk rock band. We ended up playing our own prom. You know, so it was a really like we did all the things wow. that high school bands are supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, that's a story that could have been interwoven into Valley Girl with Nick Cage, uh, with him being a, a, a punk rocker. So, so the, the series, Route One. Yeah. That you're, so you're from Florida. Yep. And so I'm not familiar with, with route one. That must be the two lane highway that connects North and South. Is that it? Yeah. The idea is simple. I mean, you know, Kate and I connected, she lives down in Florida. Mm-hmm. I live in New York, but I have a lot of ties there. I played there all the time. And, uh, we just kept on having these conversations about finding ways to trade artists and trade friends and, and have people like keep in, in touch and people were touring and we we're doing that for a year or so. And then we thought like, what if we try to turn this into some kind of, name, right? Some kind of brand, some kind of something that sort of draws this all together. And the truth is that Route 1 is the longest highway in the U.S. and it goes from the top of Maine, like all the way down to Key West, Florida. So it's actually a really interesting physical representation of what we're trying to do. You know, and you'd think if you hopped on Route 1 and you drove from Florida to New York, who would you encounter? Like what stories would you hear? What songs would you hear? And what I think is really cool about the idea of trying to bridge the East Coast music scene is that it's a lot harder to do than the West Coast, right? The West Coast is basically one big state and a couple of things up at the top. <laughs> and, and, the, and so there's a, it's pretty easy for one of that, for California to kind of dominate that scene, mm-hmm. right? But the East Coast is really different, right? You drive from Florida through Georgia and through the Carolinas and up through Philly and DC and all the way up to New England. These are so many little worlds of music. So it's pretty cool to think that we might be able to continue having that conversation about what kind of music is East Coast music or is there one, you know, but that's kind of where the whole thing started. That's, that's where it was born. And we've, we've did a show in Florida. We've got a couple other ones coming up this summer and this is our second one in New York. So I hope to keep it going. I hope to meet other venues that want to be uh, involved and I hope to meet more songwriters and just keep on listening to those sounds and those stories from all over the East coast. Yeah. I, I would, I would agree with you that if you're going to be a 
singer-songwriter in Maine versus being a singer-songwriter in Key West, you are going to be approaching your songwriting and the world with a little bit different perspective. Right. Um, and so that, but I'm, there's also going to be some similarities, I'm sure, is what you're finding when you're putting on the shows. Yeah, I mean, the song is a song. You know, a good song right. is a good song. I mean, you know, it doesn't, even if it doesn't resonate with me, the story, you could tell when it's a strong song, someone means it, it has a good melody or it has a nice structure where it's, it's coming from a place where they have thoughts and opinions about something. So I think that a good song is still a good song. Now, how do you go about like trying to do the curating of, of the shows? Cause that must take a lot of time and a lot of, you know, thought, like I say, I, I see like with what you've got on Thursday, as we were talking earlier, it's, it's eclectic, mm-hmm. but there is, so there's certainly, you know, strings that pull everybody together and, and run through every, all the artists. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the main things I think that pulls a lot of what we're doing together is that this, the songwriters um, are mostly guitar based it sounds like guitar music mm-hmm. and they themselves are singing lyrics and music that they wrote, you know, so they're up there with their guitar kind of doing that thing. And that pulls it together, even if some are more rock or less. Um, look, I, I, I curate stuff all the time. We, we at unit J, we, I was telling you on the break, we get emails all the time. Mm-hmm. We get emails every single day of people want to play. And I've gotten a little better at just kind of quickly sussing out who I think is ready to, to play and who's not. The truth is that this bill are folks that um, I've known. They, they've all played either before. They played either at our Northside shows. They played at our Unit J shows. They, I just knew them from around town. We've worked together before, and they've kind of proven themselves as folks that work really hard. You know, they really care. They show up. They do their job, and they're amazing. Yeah, so those are that's kind of what I was looking for uh, this time around. There were no necessarily pinch hitters. You know, these are all folks I had worked with once before. Is it important for you then to have seen all the artists play before? So I don't you think know it is. It, I no? mean, not, not necessarily. I mean, I booked many, many people that I, I just listened to online, but mm-hmm. you can, you can kind of tell within their email pitch if they have it together or not. You know, honestly, like getting, <laughs> as long as they can show up on stage and do something roughly <laughs> to, that sounds similar to what it did on, in the MP3 that they sent me, you're, you know, I'm fine. Sure. Um, but you'd be surprised how many people are unable to do those two things. <laughs> like show up <laughs> first is Long very, time. very, very hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. For all your artists out there, I'm just giving you a hard time. But then secondly, play any music that sounds anything like what they pitched. You know, so those are, as long as they do those two, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Next, we are going to hear from Belle Skinner, who's bringing her full band. Yes. So the interesting sort of Roden Hour trivia, Belle Skinner trivia. Has she been on here before? No, she has not. She, cool. But, um, so I saw her at her first show yeah. in New York City back at, Rest in peace, the sidewalk uh, cafe. And uh, so the friend who I went to go see, you know, sort of said, she's really good and you need to, you know, get out and see her. So I'm like, okay, I'll get there early. And uh, I, my wife and I really enjoyed the show. And um, it was just her with her guitar. And she's so, amazing. It's ex- so it's exciting yeah. that she's going to be playing with a band on Thursday. And then I'm going to follow it up with uh, the new release by the artist who told me to get out and see Bell Skinner as well. You are listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is We Shut Our Eyes by Bell Skinner. I always picture that one day 
to the country And you'd be there and you'd be waiting for me And you'd be standing at the doorway You figure out them before me The TV's on but no one's watching it
reason to cry and that's why i love like the album because what we started with in terms of oceanside is a completely different sort of feel than reason to cry yeah different vibe and as as i said i wanted to play a whole bunch of songs but we couldn't include all that many damn ascap rules i know right (laughs) why can't we just play the whole album You are listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am visiting with Drew Culler. We are talking about the show on Thursday night at Unit J in Bushwick, the Route 1 East Coast Songwriter Series. And as I mentioned earlier, one of the things that excites me about it is that we're talking with someone who is involved in the community, putting on shows for the community at a community radio station. So I I think it's very appropriate time to talk about our after-school program, which we're trying to do, which we had our first successful run of it, uh, where we brought in kids from the local community, taught them how to put together and run their own radio show, taught them about media literacy. And so we are starting up another section of the class, and that's going to be at the end of this month. If you have a teen, you're living in 
Brooklyn, or if you want to take the L train, because we don't have the L train shut down anymore, and you want to come over uh, from Manhattan, that would be fantastic. If you go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash after school, um, you can find out more information about the program. If you think this is a good idea and you would like to support it, but you're too old, you know what, you know what we're looking for then? A few dollars. A few dollars, yes. Um, so then you, if you go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate and uh, just help us out with a few, that would be fantastic. We think this is an incredibly worthwhile program, uh, this after-school program for our kids in the community, and we hope that you will help us support it. Question about the shows at, at UNIJ. Is there anything you wouldn't put on? Not necessarily, but I, we, there has been a few things that just don't work well in our venue. I okay. mean, it, to be honest with you, it's a giant concrete cube. So sure, I like going to death metal shows, but they just don't sound good in a giant reverberant cube. <laughs> you know, so um, we probably wouldn't program too many super loud or hard, super hard rock bands. I think there's a there's a limit. Yeah, we've done a couple of punk shows, a couple of indie shows. But we tend to lean a little bit more into acoustic shows, jazz shows, blues shows, funk shows, um, you know, hip hop shows, parties, film screenings. We did a play. We've had comedy. We've had art gallery stuff. We've done a lot of things that isn't painful for the people standing Mm -hmm. there. um, Maybe we shouldn't say this on the air. Are you licensed? We, everything that we do there, we're actually, we just live there. So it's okay. actually donation based. So when you come in and you pay and you'll like give us eight or $10, it'll be, it'll just be a tip, you know, a tip of your hat and you'll put it in a bucket. And the same thing goes for the bands. You know, you can give them a few bucks. Uh, so we, we, our, our landlords know we're there. Like everything's cool, but we don't legally sell booze. You know, we don't have, we don't have, um, all those like occupancy. Uh, I don't know. Rules. <laughs> Rules. <laughs> All those things. We don't have the man dragging us down and suppressing <laughs> us. We're just trying to get our art out into the world. It was never our job. Like we never wanted to start a bar. Like I don't want to make, I don't want to have a profitable, I don't want to try to make a bar profitable. I don't want to have staff come in and, and clean the bathrooms or anything. This is a house show, man. Like mm-hmm. this is, you're in someone's living room. And so when they're there, they feel like they're in a living room and they, and they respect it in that way. And they, they relax in that way. And then they give something to the artists so sort of in that way too. Right. Cause, cause, the focus here is on the artist. It is on coming and being a part of the, the music. And uh, I'm, I'm sure it's an environment where people in the audience are actually encouraged then to, to talk to the artists um, afterwards. You're not going to send the artist into a green room and never to be seen again. Yeah. You know, it's a house party. Right. I mean, it, it feels like a house party. And I, I like that because when people expect something, they're like, hey, how come you guys don't have champagne? It's like, dude, this is a... <laughs> This is a house party, man. Like you could like you could have a beer or some wine and that's it. If you if you want to have champagne, then you could like ship us the case and then we'll provide it to, to everybody <laughs> if, if that's gonna end up being the thing. Um where can if you you mentioned if people sort of can get tickets a, ahead of time, where is the gonna be the best place to do it? Is that going to unitjbrooklyn.com? Yeah, you can follow us on Facebook. You can go to our Eventbrite. Um, you can go to Unit J Bushwick. All these places should send you basically a place where you can reserve a ticket. Uh, so eight bucks and ahead, you know, donation ahead of time or ten bucks donation at the door. 
Um, either way, it's basically going straight to um, the sound guy and the bands. Right. Okay. Let, let's hear again from Kate and Kate, from Kate Router and Kate Vargas, who are both going to be part of the show. Just the, the rundown again of people who are, are, are playing. If, if you don't, if you have it, give yeah, it to everybody. Yeah. So we're starting off with my dear close friend, Jess, who has a cool solo sort of uh, rock and roll vibe called Modest Midas. So Modest Midas, Kate Router, all the way from Florida, and then Belle Skinner with a full band. Kate Vargas, who is also playing with the Reckless Daughters, and then I'm closing the night out, Drew Cutler. And I also have some special guests that will be playing with me as well. Fantastic. So it's Thursday night. Doors are 7, shows mm-hmm. at, at 7.30. Um, it is at Unit J Bushwick. Again, if you go to unitjbushwick.com, you'll be able to find out that information and be able to pick up tickets ahead of time and make that donation. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I think the, the artist on the lineup, it's really, it's a songwriter series, but it, it's got a nice sort of eclectic feel to what's going to be going on during the evening. And so I think it's going to be a very good evening of community music, community sort of vibe, community love on Thursday. So let's close out with One Foot Out the Door by Kate Router, and we'll follow it up with Mountain Song by Kate Vargas. I encourage you to stick around and listen to Everybody Plays the Fool with Shane. You have been listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. One, two, three, four. Guess it's in the end You think of the beginning Remember where it started Wonder what it's missing Though he's always by her side Something's always on her mind She says there's more to life She'll meet him on the other side She's been here of intuition and the love that will last She says she will find meaning as sure as time will pass Though he's always by her side Something's